Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. The fire alarm is going off, so that's how you know it's time to start the pod. What's it going is on? cooking in here. We're so high. I'm telling you. So we are back Tuesday, May 12th. Thank you for sitting in with us. If you listen this far, this many episodes, you Appreciate are you. you are a true fan. Yeah, check your mailbox. Something's probably in there from us. <laughs> yeah, you know? if not, it's definitely on its way. Um, I am Sean Crow. Matt Benavides. Matthew Gregory. You didn't go with the two middle names this time. I, oh. I enjoy when you do that. Well, next next time it'll be Thomas Michael or something. All right. Well, we'll switch it up a little bit. So, uh, we're going to keep right along with uh, our draft grades. We did the AFC last week. We're going to do the NFC this week. And we're going to start it off with the NFC North because that's what we said we were going to do last week. Yeah, that's pretty much it. We asked, why did we decide NFC North? And it was just because Gregory shouted it out first. So, that's what we're doing. <laughs> that's what the fans wanted. They were tweeting us. So, yeah, you know, got to give them what they want. I got to yeah. give them what they need. All right. Um, so first and foremost, we'll lead off with the Chica Go Bears. Da Bears. Da Bears. Which uh, in Spanish stands for young girl, go bears. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. So um, anything stick out to you guys? Yeah. Tied in again. Man, they went crazy with them this year. They had 10 when they drafted Comet. Uh, yeah. 43rd overall? Yeah. That know. was them or the Broncos? No, it was them. They yeah, had this 10. is the Bears. Which was the team that had like a ton of tight ends? The Bears. Both, both of them. Both oh, of them. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, the Bears had 10 all together. They cut a guy like immediately after the draft. So I think it's nine total now. But, um, yeah, drafted another one. And, uh, I mean, not that commits a bad yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a good tight end. They had him uh, one of the top tight ends in the nation. So Yeah, I mean, he was the best tight end in this class. Yeah. But yeah, you I mean, have to realize they got Noah Font last year. No, no, that was the Broncos. That was the Broncos. Was the Broncos. Oh, my God. See, just too many tight ends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just too many. No, no. Uh, but the Bears re-signed Jimmy Graham. So, I mean. That's right. They also released um, – my guy from the Eagles. Uh, oh, Trey Burton. Trey Burton. Yeah, That's they, right. They just yeah, released him, so he's gone. He gone. Did he sign up with anybody? Not that I know of. I think he's still out there. Okay. You know, I mean, yeah, I had commit as the best tight end in the class. Yeah, me too. Um, you know, I know they're not going to carry 10 tight ends of the seasons, but, <laughs> you know, we'll see what happens. Um, the Kali Mack trade still kind of is paying dividends. I mean, they didn't have a first round pick. Um, yeah. they got Jalen Johnson, cornerback from Utah. For some reason, I like cornerbacks out of Utah. I just always feel like they're bigger, longer, and more physical at the point of attack. Um, you know, I, I don't think this this draft for them is probably the most impressive. No, but um, <laughs> not at all. You know, it, it's a for me, it's like a C, C plus. I mean, they just filled in needs. They got a couple guards. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I saw that. They went guard late, uh, two of them in the seventh round. Yeah. Um, and like you said, I mean, Komet was probably my top tight end in the draft. Uh, I mean, but uh, you never know what you're going to get at Notre Dame tight ends, you know? Um, Kyle Rudolph, Tyler Eifert. Uh, so, I mean, it, it, I mean, you never know. Um, Jalen Johnson, I liked a whole lot too, and I thought he was a really solid corner at uh, Utah. Um, the rest of these guys, um, Kendall Vildor, great name by the way. 
Um, I've, from what I understand, I saw a little bit of his tape. He was pretty solid. He was a better man defender than he was in the zone. So, um, you know, maybe that'll help his chances getting on the field. But, um, yeah, they didn't have too much to work with in this, in this draft. Yeah, um, they also, in the seventh round, snagged somebody from the all-name team, <laughs> Lacavius Simmons. Oh, I think I saw him in the East-West Bowl um, <laughs> from uh, – Go State, Tennessee yeah, State. Key Peel, huh? From Key and Peel. He was definitely in the all-name team. So we're adding him to the list. I'm actually mad that I just said it because I would have loved to hear Gregory go with that one. Oh, yeah. But I saw it, and I had to just shout it out. Um, <laughs> But again, O-Tackle, you know, something that, that, that they kind of address the need of. And just looking at their depth chart here, it's funny. You can't find their depth chart on their website because it still says, like, to be determined. Every other team has theirs up. So you had to find it on CBS Sports. Shout out to CBS Sports. And as of right now, do anybody want to guess? I'll put the over-under at eight and a half tight ends listed over. on their tight end, on their depth chart. Uh, I would have to say over. I mean, nine would be my guess. It is over. They have nine tight ends. <laughs> Um, Adam Shaheen was still one that's on there, Ooh. has listed as their fourth. Um, Jesper Horstead ah. and uh, Darian Clark. And those guys, we all know, those are household names. Yep. Um, but yeah, I think they, they, they obviously went heavy on offensive line and cornerback. Uh, they got two corners and an edge in the first th- in their first four picks. So uh, obviously, they're they're addressing defense. We'll yeah. see what they do on offense. Obviously, the big elephant in the room is Mr. Trubisky. They didn't pick up his contract, they did, or they didn't pick up his extension. I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, you bring in Nick Foles, and uh, I mean, I think Trubisky has one three and out, and those Bears <laughs> fans are calling for Nick Foles. Yeah, you know, the Bears they still have a solid defense. I mean, I, I you know, defense does it win champions? Uh, you know, some could say yes. I think the Bears, they have a great defense. Uh, their offense, you know, we'll see what's going to happen. Maybe, you know, big D Nick Foles will come in and save the day. <laughs> if not, uh, you know, Mitch will come in and hopefully sling it. Well, I'll tell you, they didn't do him any favors, man. Uh, you know, whoever's going to be back there, uh, they needed line help and they didn't address it till the seventh. And I mean, I know they got two guys in the seventh, but they're both interior guys. So, uh, yeah. I mean, whoever's going to be back there, I didn't give him much help on the line. So defense, um, looks like they got Tayshawn Gibson. I didn't know that. That must mm-hmm. be new. They just picked him up. Okay. Yeah. Man. So you still have Buster Screen, which is a great name for a cornerback. <laughs> Buster Screen, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Great name. So they have Pro Bowl uh, safety, Eddie Jackson. You got Kyle Fuller, Cleo Mack. Brought in Robert Quinn. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dan Sherath and Roquan Swift. I think, you know, with – and. I guess yeah, they do got a good line. I was going to give them some slack on their line, but I mean, Akeem Hicks and Eddie Goldman are are guys that can get after the quarterback and stop the run. So I mean, yeah, they got a good defense, but it really comes down to that offense. And I don't. We were talking last week about like running backs who can make that jump, and I just forgive me, but I don't see it with David Montgomery to be honest with you. And it all depends. It all comes down to the quarterback position. Yeah, I'm interested to see how that team turns out. I again. I, I don't think they're sniffing the playoffs this year. Um, Are the Bears? Nah. But um, nah. I'll be interested to see. Real, okay. Real quick, right now, over under week five, Mr. Biscay gets pulled. Ooh. I, I don't. I, I'd have to look at their schedule. Let me pull it up. I, man, honestly, I think. I think, well, 
if we'd have gone an actual real NFL preseason, I think there's a good chance Foles could just flat beat yeah. him out. Are you talking about straight? Just straight. Week one, he's yeah, out. Yeah, head-to-head competition. I, I think if it were a normal NFL preseason, he could probably beat him out. I could see that, but with no OTAs, no minicamp, I mean, it. he has a better grasp of the Mitch offense. has a leg up. So, I mean, yeah. I feel like week one, he'll be the starter. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, if they're sitting two and three, do you pull the plug? You know? And then Nick could come in and save the day. I mean, because who knows what this season – is it going to be 16? I mean – Yeah. Okay. Okay. This is this is their season. All right? Regular season. Week one, they're at, they're at Detroit. Okay. Should be all right there. Yeah. Um, week two at home versus the Giants. You know, never we know. don't know. We don't know what the Giants are going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll assume last year. So like a, a top five picking team. <laughs> yeah. So they have the potential to start out two, two and up. up. Yeah, absolutely. You know? If not one and one. I think. Okay. So now this is where it kind of ramps up. Week three, Atlanta at Atlanta. Okay. Week okay. four, um, at home versus Indianapolis. Okay. Okay. Week five, Tampa Bay at home. Oof. And then week six at Carolina. So I really think it's that Tampa Bay game. It all depends those first probably three or four weeks. If 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 they start out 0-2 and, and then have to go play the, the Falcons, Colts, and Bucks, Ooh, yeah, I so think you, Trubisky's out by week six yeah, against Carolina. I, I would say yeah. you pull the plug there. Now, after week six, if you're 3-3, three and three, you got a difficult decision there. I mean, I would say still roll with Mitch, but um, go from there. So week – Week six is is Carolina. So one, two, three, four, five. Yeah. So week six is Carolina. I think that's his like. All right, get it back game. Yeah, yeah. Especially if they don't have like a, a decent quarterback. But we'll see. <laughs> we're um we're moving right along. So let's go. We're actually pretty far behind. So let's go ahead and move right through. The next team is the Detroit Lions, home of the number three pick Jeff Okuda, um, easily the best corner in the, in, the, in the draft. Yeah. Um, and just we were talking about. Uh, when we talk about the Browns, we were talking about nasty guys, like guys that we really want our team, guys that are going to have some attitude. Yes. And I, I know everyone's seen the clip where he shut down that reporter at the Combine where he Love said, uh, you look a little bit sloppy. And he says, so sloppy how? And he says, well, um, I'd had no um, pass interferences or holding last year, so you might want to you know check the tape. So. I, I love Ooh. that in the guy. A little attitude. You know, I was like, okay, you're going to try to disrespect me. You're going to try to call me sloppy. Yeah. We'll see about that. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, his play uh, backs up the bark, man. I mean, this guy, like you said, is nasty. And this is great because, you know, they just traded Darius Slay. This guy's just going to jump into that position. Um, I like that they pick up uh, DeAndre Swift, in my opinion. I had him as the top-rated back, and you get him in the second round. Now, the only thing here for me is the Lions, I don't know if they needed it. You already had Carrion Johnson. You got Bo Scarborough from Alabama. Yeah. They had Bo Scarborough? Yeah. yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, he's he's the backup. Uh, but, I mean, the problem is, like, Carrion Johnson, I mean, even back when he was at Auburn, I mean, has a tough time staying healthy a full season, you know? Yeah. That's, that's, um, that's my only concern. But, I mean, Carrion, he's pretty much a three-down back, right? If he's oh, yeah, on no, the field, right? He, he is. See, I don't but, say it that way. But, uh, I don't think he's a three-down back. But, you know, DeAndre Swift can catch the ball. If the play breaks down, which if you know Detroit at all, it most likely will. <laughs> um, you know, he'll be there to at least have an out for Matt Stafford. Uh, you know, it's tough because, like you said, Carrion's a great running back when he's healthy. So I don't think that they necessarily had to do that. Yeah, I just think they could have addressed offensive or the defensive line at 
that high of a pick. I mean, that's almost like a you know top first round pick there. Yeah. So check this out. According to DetroitLions.com, Detroit yeah. their official website, you know they have they have slated as their number one on their depth chart for running back? Who's that? Bo Scarborough. That's yeah, that's because Carrion Johnson, I think, ended the season oh, no, injured. Yeah. And so Bo Scarborough ended up having to come in. And Where was I? I don't know. I mean, if you weren't obviously watching you Detroit, what were you doing? Obviously, with your you life? didn't have Carry On on your but team. But I remember Carry On Johnson. I remember Ty Johnson. Carry On, my no idea, Wilson. no yeah. idea. Yeah. Well, um, you you know, he didn't do too bad, but he, I think he I think was like, more like their plug in between the tackles. They yeah. just ran him inside. And yeah. Carry On, you know, who I kind of see like DeAndre Swift is going to be the outside guy catching passes. I mean now. Uh, We'll see. I know DeAndre's got that breakaway speed. For sure. So we'll see. I mean, Detroit, you know, I think they could have done a little more, you know, address some positions a little higher up. But, hey, if that was the guy and they really liked him, go by all means, go get him. I I agree. I think, like you said, in the second round, they should have gone O-line. I ended up having to split the difference. They went with a guard in the third and a guard in the fourth. And, uh, you know, he could have just grabbed one in the second and, use those picks elsewhere but not that DeAndre Sips a bad pick because he's definitely I mean I would consider probably the top rated running back in this draft so yep so they 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 nabbed a wide receiver out of Wisconsin in the fifth round and I missed my chance last time so I'm definitely not going to miss it this time Gregory why don't you go ahead and give us the wide receiver from Wisconsin that they nabbed in the fifth round okay Quintus Cephas wide receiver that's actually not bad yeah Quintus Cephas I'm very proud of you yeah so all those guys out there down me. <laughs> maybe maybe the defensive line guy from uh, Utah that they got? Uh, John. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. That, yeah, that is a good one right there. That is a setup in the making, my friend. Yeah. Um, let's just call him yeah, Piscini. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Detroit Lions, again, I obviously they're sticking with Stafford. I Again, a team that – with the same division as Green Bay and, and Minnesota, I don't see sniffing the playoffs, but we'll we will see. Um, the greatest segue there is Green Bay Packers. We're right on to them now. Obviously, this is the big. Ooh, this one's fun. This is the big splash here. Yeah, this is the one that I think everyone was like, "What in the hell?" Um, the Cheesehead Nation erupted. I want to know everyone's thoughts on this pick in particular. You know. How many years left does Aaron Rodgers have on his contract? He has like three, right? Oh, I didn't even think he even started his new contract. Yeah, I think yet. he has like three or four. I yeah. mean, to get Jordan Love when you obviously need help, and he, he even preached before the draft, like, hey, guys, this year, I know you guys haven't really got me any offensive power, but yeah. I really, really appreciate it. And what did they did? They got Jordan Love, and they not only got him, they traded up to get him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For me, I mean – Man, that has to put some salt in the wounds if I'm Aaron Rodgers there. Um, my thing, my thing is this: is as someone whose team took a quarterback in the second round that wasn't expecting to take a quarterback, um, what do you think is more disrespectful: trading up to get Jordan Love if you have Aaron Rodgers, or drafting Jalen Hurts in the second round when you just gave Carson a hundred million dollar contract? What do you think is more disrespectful to the quarterback? Trading up, trading Easy, up, right? Yeah, right. trading okay. up. Yeah. Yeah, and, and don't get me wrong. I'm all for slandering Howie Roseman at this point <laughs> and the Eagles. Um, but at the same time, like, they traded up for him. Yeah. They made it a point to be like, no, we have to get this guy. 
And so if I'm Aaron Rodgers, and the day of the draft was on a podcast or a radio or something, and he was pretty much saying that they hadn't drafted a skill position player in the first round in 15 years. Damn. Well, they didn't help themselves. So I need some help. You know, I need some help. Come on, guys. He's pretty much anything to the owner and, and to the GM. And they were like, <laughs> no. And they go ahead and they get – Jordan Love. I mean, didn't he have like forty? Or I'm exaggerating, but didn't he have like have like seventeen interceptions last year or something? Uh, it wasn't great. His touchdown interception rate was probably eighteen touchdowns, seventeen interceptions. Yikes. You know, granted, I think his wide receivers weren't the greatest. I mean, oh, it's Utah State. They're so. saying he's a poor man's Mahomes, but this guy's going to need two years at least to develop. Man, and you know, it's crazy to say that because I saw two different player comps, and it's they're so telling of this guy because. One was just like you said, they said a poor man's Patrick Mahomes, and the other was Blake Bortles. See? <laughs> and I was That's like, such a gamble, though. Thank you. If, if you're trading up for that big of a gamble, no, can't do it. Can't do it. Not for Blake Bortles. Especially when you no. have Aaron Rodgers, who's no offense, still Blake, an elite quarterback. Well, I, think, I think the idea is like they had the stones to pull this off when they got Rodgers, when they had Favre. But I don't see Rodgers in the same position. As Favre was when they picked Rodgers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Like Favre was only a little bit further on. It was pretty much decided, like, okay, this guy's pretty much done. And, Favre and maybe the time, that's the way they think, but, like, I don't think that's how see, in, America the, and NFL fans I thought. think at the time, you know, Favre, Favre is a slinger. Yeah. I mean, he throws a lot of gambles. I mean, you could see that when he was getting older, his arm strength's going down. Aaron Rodgers, the guy doesn't throw many interceptions. Nah. The guy's pretty elite precision passing here. And so you get Jordan Love, which – not a big fan of. And then you go out and get A.J. Dillon, who I thought was another – no disrespect to Dillon. I like him as a running back. Yeah. But the thing is, you had Aaron Jones. Yeah. The guy was a great running back. Yeah. Aaron Dillon is not going to be your RB1 in coming in. No. For no, me, no. If, if you draft a running back in the first or second round, he, good chance he's going to be your RB1. If okay. not, you would okay. think, if not split 50-50 carries. Yeah. He's someone, that you, expect to, carries. someone that you expect to see on the field. But At the bare minimum, splitting carries. Well, with me, you still have Aaron Jones. I, he's going to get 70% of the carries at least. Yeah. So, really, you're still not helping Aaron Rodgers in your second round there, really. And, yeah. And then you get down to the third round, and you get another tight end who, in my opinion, I, I had him. He was the number 11th ranked tight end on my board. Goodness. So, I mean, odds are he's not going to take the number one tight end on this depth chart. So, now you you really haven't addressed anything on your offensive weapons there. And then no. you did get two offensive linemen in the sixth round, which is it's nice. But, but by know, then, all the best talent's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Sixth, yeah. sixth round, you're looking at, okay, maybe I can get a swing tackle or somebody to come <laughs> in. But you're not going to look for a, a plug and play. Right. Right. And one thing that I – you know, in talking about this whole Jordan Love draft pick and everything, even even if you think he is the quarterback of the future, you didn't give him any help at wide receiver. Also, I mean, no. if that's what you think, you still got to go get him some help, and you didn't even address that. So, what were you what were you looking at? It, was this a pure spite pick? Like, yeah, yeah, we're gonna do that. So, you know, yeah, I think I think the plan is to draft and sit him, but like you said. So so uh, I'm sorry. Rogers sat for what four years, right? Before he something played? like that, yeah. And and I think it worked out. So I think it's that kind of that cocky nature, like well, we did it before, we could do it again. And okay. you know, I can see that. Just but I, I think you got lucky with Aaron Rodgers. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. Like that worked out. But how many times are there where people draft quarterbacks and they don't pan out? More often than not, I would say. I would I would think so. I mean, yeah. And again. 
the moment I see your comp is Blake Bortles, I mean, I'm out. I'm out. Yeah, I, I can't do it. Sorry. No offense, but offense. All right. So Green Bay Packers D. D. Yeah, D. I think about it as close to an F as you could possibly give them without. I mean, you know, they did some things, so I can see that. So this next one, Minnesota Vikings. They were a fun one because they had so many picks. Man, I think it was, what, 15 Jesus. altogether? It's like half the page. They had <laughs> so many picks, and I love their draft. Oh, they had a good one, I thought. They yeah. had a great pick. I mean, I thought it was great. Um, they go with Justin Jefferson at, at 22, mm-hmm. and um, this is where I hate having a favorite team in the NFC uh, that passed on this guy. Um, like this is now granted, I wasn't huge on him, but at the same time, you're getting somebody who everyone had linked to the Eagles and everyone had linked to, to go in by then. And they pass on him and a, a bunch of teams pass on him. He was what? Fourth wide receiver off the board. I believe so. Yeah. Fourth, fifth wide oh, receiver. Um, yep. And best believe he's taking notes of that. And he's someone who's going to be nice and pissed off when he comes to Minnesota. He's on the opposite side of Adam Thielen. Who's going to, you know, require attention so he could get off some like some good games. I could see him doing like having like a Calvin Ridley type first season, yep. where just really having some big games because everyone's so you know attracted to so Adam, Adam Thielen. Or not, sorry, I'm stuck on Green Bay, man. They're <laughs> so terrible there, but yeah, Adam Thielen. <laughs> uh, yeah, with, I think Justin Jefferson was going to line up in the slot there, um, so I mean, he's going to get a lot of targets. Uh, I know Thielen, he can kind of play anywhere. Um, he's their Swiss Army knife per se, but uh, I got Justin Jefferson kind of lining up in the slot. That's where he played in LSU. I mean, he did really well there. I mean, I know he's a bigger guy, uh, so he's going to be a mismatch there. I do like um, so they got two cornerbacks in this draft. Gladney is the smaller of the bunch. He's 5'10", 180. and then they got Cameron Dantzler, yeah, uh, cornerback from Mississippi State. Now this guy's six two. Um, he's got, he's 6'2", 188, so he's got the length there. So, I mean, uh, I think they got two good cornerbacks. Wow. And then getting Ezra Cleveland, the offensive tackle from Boise State, who actually had a first-round grade on, so. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I think we, we all mm-hmm. kind of had him higher so, up there. So, him falling to the second round there, I think that's a big get for them, especially with that, uh, with the Vikings. They have that Gary <laughs> Kubiak uh, kind of zone scheme. Mm-hmm. And that's why um, Dalvin Cook just, for me, he – Man, that was great having him on my team. That was a monster. For fantasy. But yeah. yeah, that Gary Kubiak team. Oh, man, that's, that scheme is great. You know, they're going to one cut and go, and then they have all the bootlegs and the actions, and then Thielen's open, and now you have Justin Jefferson in the middle playing yeah. that slot. And then you have uh, the big tight end. Um, Kyle Rudolph? Kyle Rudolph for the end zone. So, I mean, it, yeah, he's a, a killer. Red they got some nice little weapons there. And, I mean, Kirk Cousins got to prove it this year. Because, uh, you know, all that guaranteed money. But at this time, I think, if you think about it, his deal is pretty nice. If you're looking at Mahomes and Dak Prescott and Deshaun yeah. Watson about to get paid, I'm okay with Kirk Cousins. You know, I feel like I can win a Super Bowl with Kirk Cousins. You think? I, I, I could see that, yeah. If you got some stellar defense and you have that play action, I mean, run the ball effectively, I mean, I think you could win. You know, well, I mean, I think I'm not I think saying you, multiple. I, I couldn't disagree with you more. I, I think he could win the North for could, sure. Yeah, I think he could the definitely North. win the North. Uh, Jeff Gladney, Cameron Dantzler, I think they're going to contribute immediately. I don't have a choice. Uh, Xavier Rhodes and oh, who was that other uh, guy? Trey Waynes both took off in free agency. Yep. So 
I think it's them two and like Mike Hughes. And that's it as far as defensive backs. So I think they're both going to get a chance to start. Uh, Troy Dye is a name to look at. Uh, the linebacker from Oregon, they got him in the fourth. Uh, he led Oregon in tackles all four years. Wow. So, I mean, the kid can fly. He's a little undersized, but, I mean, you know, uh, with the NFL nowadays, you you need speed all over the field. And I also feel like those like kind of st- stats like that, like leading in tackles the whole season, like that's a lot of an effort plays too. Oh, yeah. Like, granted, like, yeah, you would say you might not be the best, you might not be the fastest, but he's obviously put himself in position game after game to lead the, the team in, in tackles. Yeah, for four years is insane. I feel like the role of linebackers in the NFL is changing. You wanted like those thumpers that are going to clog the middle. Now you want people who can cover and run and tackle and like an oversized safety almost. Because now everyone's got a tight end who can run like a four-four. Everybody's fast now, so you got to get out there and cover. I mean, if not, they're going to expose you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, especially teams that have real depth at tight end. I mean, you know, like nine (laughs) with the Bears. No Bears. I mean, hey. You never know. Maybe it'll work out for him. You know, I gave the Vikings an A. I, I thought they they really hit it out. They got a, they had a lot of picks, and yeah, you know, I think a lot of this, you know, these guys will contribute if not this year, uh, years down the road. I mean, because you have a lot of picks, you're going to get a lot of hits. Yeah, well, hopefully. I, I mean, I would think a lot of them, especially the guys on defense, are going to have more opportunity. I feel like, but still, with 15 picks, I mean, even if you only hit. On you know a third of them, that's still five guys who are contributing immediately. So, I mean, you have them strength in numbers on that, you know. Now I know Everson Griffin is a free agent that's probably out the door. Um, yeah, he had eight and a half sacks. So you're losing a little production on the line, um, but I still think this is a team who could, could get a wild card. I think they can get a wild card. I still I still have Green Bay winning the North. I, that was my question. Who do you have winning this division? As long as Aaron Rodgers is still in Green Bay and Kirk Cousins is still in Minnesota, I'm I'm going to go with, with Rodgers. Um, I just feel like him, Devontae Adams, Aaron Jones has proven that he can be a three-down guy who can, like, is a legit running back in this league. Um, and, again, you, you, you get the Bears twice a year. You know what I mean? Like, you get the Lions twice a year. Like, See, me, me, I got I got the Vikings winning. Yeah, I, I would too. I, I think I'd go Vikings, but I'm going solely off the fact that their defense really ramps up their play. Like that if, if that doesn't happen, not a chance. So all right. Well, that brings us to the end here. Um let us know what you think. Again, Matt, what is that mailbag address? Uh yeah, yeah. Reach out to us. Um MSM Daily Mail at gmail.com. Um, email us anything you got, questions, comments, anything you have. You can find us on Instagram, uh, MSM Productions 2020. Um, so, you know, give us a shout there, DM, whatever you got. And I would love if the fans could send us send us names of football oh, players that please. we know Gregory can't pronounce. Please. So if you're listening, send those names to MSM Productions or MSM, what is it, Daily Mail? MSM Daily Mail at gmail.com or MSM Productions 2020 uh, on Instagram. You can find us at either. Send us those names. We want to put Gregory through the ringer sometime this week <laughs> or next week. Bring it yes. on. And, and we'll see how he butchers the names. I'm yeah. pretty good today. You, you were good. I'll give it to you. You, you did well. Um, so yeah, reach out to us. Uh, 
get at us uh, at the email or on, on Instagram. We'd love to hear back from you. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Yeah. NFC East. Ooh. NFC East. You know, I'm holding court for a good 90% of that. Oh, yeah. So this is a 30-minute yeah, show. Sean's going to take 20 minutes with the Eagles. Yeah, I've already mentally conceded my time on yeah, the East. as you should. All right. So we'll see you guys tomorrow. Have a great rest of your night. Peace. See ya. Have a good one. I'm not going to do that.